Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to She Podcast, episode 395. I am your co-host, Jessica Kupferman. With me is always the very bouncy and perky Elsie Escobar today. Actually, Elsie has discovered something that will change your life. <laughs> your life is about to become completely different. Let's just savor it for a moment before. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll have to f- ask you about after your life has been changed. You won't even believe what she just told me about. Yes. But we have a good show for you today. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. But first, Elsie. Well, before we start, though, I this I want to put this out there for anybody who already like once we start talking about this, what I want you to do is as soon as you're like, oh, my God, I know about that. I want you to email feedback at shepodcast.com and say I knew about it and we will give you a shout out in the next episode. Wait, because- I also want to know how you knew about it because I don't know about it. And Elsie only figured it out because she was having mail. Oh, yeah, she that's was having, right. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, so do that. Email yeah. feedback at shepodcast.com and say, I found out about it because of, insert your reason of finding out the information. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about what this thing is that um, we've discovered. Do you want to talk about it or do you want me to tell you? I have been waiting for um, notification from the IRS that our 501c3, I know it's approved. I've been waiting for a specific letter a determination letter that I need to have in order to start, you know, applying for funding and getting grants and things like that. So this letter, I've been waiting for it for since since March 17th. And I hate going to the mailbox because I was telling Elsie that like I always get winded because I think I still have long COVID. So then she told me about a trick, a trickety trick that I didn't even know existed. You can tell them now because okay. I was kvetching and then she found this most amazing of things. Yeah. So I believe that I found out about this. There was something that I was also waiting for in the mail and I was being very obsessive about it. And I was like, oh, my God, is it here? Is it not here? I I need to make sure whatever. And what ended up happening is because we live in two houses. Okay, sounds really fancy. Totally not. And in between the two houses, and they're little, right? Both of them are teeny. In between them, there is another house, but it's a sort of like a super old, you don't live in that house. It's like just a shack. And the landlord for the other house that is Randy's office, that's the house he was raised in. And it's like 100,000 million years old. And it's falling apart, but it's really pretty on the outside as an old shack. But what ends up happening sometimes is that people put mail there. I don't know why. Okay. So I, all of a sudden, was like, oh my God, I'm missing this piece of mail. I don't know what's going on with this mail. And I missed it. And it was late. For whatever reason, something happened. And whatever my response needed to be was late. It couldn't, it it made my life miserable. And I said, I will not happen to me again. Oh my God. So I'm not even sure how I ended up doing this, but I went to 
the USPS website and they had this thing in there. It said informed delivery. And I was like, I'm going to sign up for that because it said that you're supposed to know things after you sign up for this thing. You're You're going to know know. things. You're going to know things. You're going to be informed. And I was like, I thought it was going to be informed delivery as in like when the thing comes, you will be informed. That's what I thought I was going to get. That's not what it is, though. No, it's not. First of all, do you hear noise on my end by any I chance? I do hear noise on your end, yes. I was afraid for it a moment. It just so happens that our um, gardening crew came today and they are weed whacking. I mean, I'm outside, right? So right, they're, yeah, we- yeah. <laughs> they're weed Sorry. whacking, right? Under- what do I do? Well, you can keep talking and and we're going to have to deal with it because we really can't I'm not sorry, have John. the show. Sorry, John. You're going to have to do some. Uh, it's a good thing we have separate tracks. I'm going to try and mute way. myself on every time. Recordings. Every time that I'm talking, you mute yourself. How's that? All right. So you were going to say, I said, informed delivery. So my thought process was that from now on, after signing up for informed delivery, I was going to be informed as to when the box came, right? Oh, box outside, package outside, letter outside. Here it is, informed. That's what I thought was going to happen. Hello, we are informing you about your delivery. Yes, that's what I thought. But that is not what it is. is. So Jessica, would you like to talk a little bit about what you have figured out or do you want to wait? No, as she's telling me about it, I go on USPS.gov and I sign up. It took two minutes. I'm like, how much does it cost? It's free for you to sign up for this. And it shows you pictures of all your mail. Like, I, like I'm like i not going to get my mail till 4 p.m. today. Oh, my God. He's right outside the door. <laughs> like, do you hear this? I do hear it. I don't know what to do. So I go on there, and there's pictures. Seven. Pi- <laughs> John. It's it- worse. How? Well, listen. Here, This is what we're going to do. You are going to do your very best to pretend that it's not happening. And... It's very loud. It's and so, then it's right here. Like, yeah, he may as well be pounding on the door. You are correct. For fuck's sake. Do you think he's going to go away anytime soon? In a minute. Yeah, he's blowing leaves off the deck. I don't know who told him to do this today, especially now. This is unacceptable. It is. I need to get my time. assistant right on it. <laughs> I don't have an assistant. So all the mail that I'm going to get today at four is is photographed and sitting in my account. And I can also see what mail I got yesterday and the day before, like for a week, a whole week's worth of mail. So you can go on there and it says Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you are waiting for a letter, which I specifically am, you can see if you did miss it or if it wasn't in the mailbox, like maybe they have it and they didn't give it to you. Sadly, that's not the case in my case. Now that I've signed up, I know I just don't have it yet, but I'm amazed. And it's free. You and just put your name in and they show you all your mail. Now, is this creepy? <laughs> I, I don't know. It feels a little creepy. It could be a little creepy. But who's taking impre- pictures of it? Is it just getting scanned in a big system? How is it that I just put my name and address in and they're like, boom, here's your mail for the last week? Like, that's kind of like 
Wow. That's uh, that's pretty astounding. And I was like going, who's doing this? Because so the way Jess found out, she actually went on the website and looked at this stuff, whereas I didn't do that. When I signed up, like I said, uh, all I wanted, I just saw that they could text you when something is going to be delivered. And so I thought, oh, that's neat. Right. And that's it. But then the next morning I got a mail, an email from the post office. And so I'm like, oh, oh, that's interesting. It must be coming, whatever it is that I was waiting for. And I opened it up and there were pictures in my email. So you don't even have to go to the post office like website. You get it in your email and there's pictures of all of the pieces of mail that are coming in. It's amazing, you guys. I'm astounded. And then it says package. Like if you have a package, it says package. And I do get text messages. If I'm getting a package, it'll send a pet. Like you could see like when things are being scanned and it'll tell you which post office in the United States or anywhere else it has just scanned. So then, you know, something's coming. Yeah, and it that? shows you all the packages. Like it said, I had twelve packages, but most of them are like whatever I got in the last week and a half. And I don't see pictures, maybe because I just signed up. But I do see that there's two things that are going to be here by eight p.m. tonight. One of which is an army medal that my little boy wanted really badly. He earned it for sleeping in his bed three nights in a row. Oh, so he earned an army medal. Hasn't done it since though, but. Oh. You win some, you lose some. He still did it three nights in a row. It was a miracle. A flipping miracle, I tell you. That's nice. So we, but he, why does he want an army medal? Well, we've been watching MASH. And, you know, sometimes they're awarded on MASH Purple Heart or they get a promotion from captain to, you know, whatever the next thing is, colonel, lieutenant colonel. I don't know. So he started asking questions about it. Then he started researching on his own, which he does. Now he knows about every possible medal that you can get in any war. And so this is the one that he wanted. I know. He's so crazy. Like yesterday he was just in by himself in the family room watching YouTube about all the different army medals from World War II, World War I, the Korean War. He's such a weirdo, I swear. But I love it. Wow. That's pretty astounding. So that's good. So now he knows and now you have access to this. So again, I'm going to ask again at the beginning of the episode, I said, if you knew about informed delivery by the post office, yes, please tell please us. let us know. Email feedback at shepodcast.com. Tell us how you found out because this was very strange. I literally had no idea it was going to be so in depth. And it is, I think it is a little bit of creepy, but at the same time though, think about why it's important though, because I'm sure they started to do this kind of stuff because everybody's like, I didn't get my thing. I lost the letter. I don't know. So they needed to have receipts. They're already scanning it. That's the point. Is That's that like, right. They already are creepy, scanning it. But they already know what my mail is, obviously, or they wouldn't have pictures of it so quickly. So they're already scanning the mail. Aw, you brought me lunch. You're so sweet. Thank you. Aww. It really is amazing to be able to have, I mean, they're doing it because they have to be able to know what's going on in there. And that, I guess they've shared it with public. Yeah. It's like, you you don't, maybe you don't want your mail to be scanned. I doubt you can opt out of it because yeah, like you said, people are just like, I didn't get my this or that. And then they can just be like, okay, well, yes, you did. Cause here it is. There's a picture of you at the mailbox. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That would be even creepier. That would be creepier. And they're just like, I see you in your slippers getting your mail. That would be so Yeah, terrible. that would be a trip. 
Yeah. Oh, that'd be terrifying. But, but like I said, like for, for us, I don't know why sometimes they will do that. So they won't take a picture, obviously, because they can't scan a package. <laughs> right. Won't they fit. Could. What do you mean? I mean, like a package, like a box. They can't scan. You can scan the scan. I know about informed delivery because I got signed up when I did my mail hold for vacation. You I turned, turned it off. off. Oh, Why? that's you smart. Off? I like it no. because, again, it makes me know if something's in there that needs to be seen. But also Great. the fact, again, we have this really sometimes I, I don't understand because the other thing is we live in a sort of a rural situation. Right. And our post office people are less than reliable, let's put it that way. Yep. And they don't have uniforms. You know, you don't see the male person with their gear. Right. There's none of that. They look like regular people. Regular old Joe and Jane. Yeah, and they also drive regular cars that are non-specific. Like, there's nothing on the car that says, ooh, that's the male people. Like, none of that. That's odd. And so they just... It's like a random person. And the other day I was telling Rand. That's very odd. That's a little, that's weird. It is very weird. And so the other day I was like, Rand, there was something I needed to sign. Like it was a signing thing. Like I needed to sign something specifically. I had to sign, like some, I had to sign for, and I needed to get whatever it was. I can't even remember what it was. And I got one of those, like, you did not, you were not there. Oh, yeah. Kind of a thing, you right? missed us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so Rand was like, hey, I got this. Why? You were at home. You were at the house. And he was like, I was at the house. And he goes, this is what they do. They come up, they go up, and then they go. Beep, beep. <laughs> and so what, Randy's there going. The car? Yeah. And then Rand's like, what was that? And so he's like. Looking around and not, and he's like, oh, I guess that was it. Literally, they did not get out of the car. They didn't knock on the door. They was like, beep, beep. I don't understand. Why don't they have any kind of notification that it's a mail truck? That seems odd to me. It's not even a truck. It's a car. I feel like I did when I was a kid. I feel like there were cars with piles of mail on the front seat. But I still knew it was the mail person. I don't know how. So look, this, though, now that's that how our mail that. delivery here is too. Is that look? So it's a thing, and and so from then on, I was just like, I can't have this because it was like a signed. It was one of those. That's why I got kind of a little bit upset. That's re- I remember now why I signed up for this thing. It's because I got a, a certified letter, and it was scary. I mean, when do you get a certified letter, right? And I didn't know who the sender was. It said the name of the sender, but I didn't know what it was. And I was like, you only get certified letters when it's something super important, right? And I hadn't ordered anything from Apple. <laughs> so so it wasn't that. That's but, the only um, thing I've signed for in probably years. I very rarely have a package I need to sign for. It wasn't even I've a package. I've not been served with any papers. Right. Exactly. I mean, and I'm like, and of course you're thinking like, Who's going to serve me? Who's suing me, right? Yes, who's, what's happening? And so I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, what is this? And I did, and so I started having a panic about 
who is sending me a certified letter? Um, is it a money? Because you think like it's a money thing. Money it's got to be some yeah. kind of money thing. Uh, did I forget to pay a bill? Am I going to be, you know, am I going to lose the, you know. It, Elsie I'll, gets a certified letter and immediately she's off to jail. Yes. She needs bail money. <laughs> that totally. And then I Googled the sender and it was like, this is some kind of medical thing. And I'm like, <gasps> What's happening? And so I got really afraid of that. But literally, guess what it was? My insurance company sending me a bill. You know, someone signed us up, I think, because it sends she podcasts on the package. But say every other month I get a Jesus book in the mail, like Christian from a Christian book publisher. Uh-huh. It's like a pre-copy of, I mean, different authors. All of them are about Jesus. And I called one time to be like, I don't know why I'm getting these or who thinks I need them, but could you make them stop? And then I had to go. I got disconnected and I couldn't call back. I forget why. And then I got another one. So I have to call them again. (coughs) But if you're listening and you sent those to me, please cancel them. That's just a waste of paper. That's all it is. Like I could give them away, but like that's even weirder is to just be like (sighs) your Jewish friend to be like, I got a Jesus book. I thought you might enjoy it. Like, none of my friends are particularly religious, Christian or not. Yeah, that would be What a would you awkward. think if I was like, if I just packed them all up in a in a suitcase for you to take home? Like, you're Elsie. You're, you're the one who likes Jesus. So I've been getting these books. They're addressed to She Podcast. You're welcome. Okay. Here Great. you go. It's but weird, now you're right? going to know when you're getting it ahead of time. Now I'm going to know when I'm getting it. <laughs> Very useful. I wonder if I could like say no thank you i don't know like can you get a package and just be like no thank you this is the part of the service that i think would be the best part you should be able to look at the mail coming in and just mark what needs to be recycled yeah that would don't be even cool. deliver it to but me but you know what you know what's really weird though is that when you take a picture of some of the mail you immediately know it's like spam right you know that it's some kind of credit card company ask you know those ones that everybody gets yeah but yeah. some of them look like they could be something because it's black and white and also because it has like a rip and tear like a rip and tear envelope type thing yeah it it seems like there's a check in there a new credit card or something right yeah that's true but the thing to me was the whole black and white aspect because you get a black and white scan and so when you look at it it does look more official when it's black and white and when i saw the piece the picture versus the real the real mail as soon as i saw it i'm like oh that's that's trash but yeah. in the picture, it didn't look like trash. It looked more serious. So right. anyway, you guys now know that you can sign up for this thing. On it is amazing. Show. All right. Shall um, we talk about something that's not related to um, random? Uh, that was our tool tip, by the way. <laughs> Elsie's tool tip. We might have another one after, but we'll see. So I put this article here. This is from L. And it is about Emily Ratajkowski. Is that how you say it? Ratajkowski? Ratajkowski? Ratajkowski, which is why everybody calls her Emrata. So Emrata. Yeah, Emrata. On dating, podcasting, and her bitch era. That's what it says. And so, listen, I found this article and I'm like, I'm going to give it a little bit of a a read-ski just to kind of see what's going on because she has a new podcast. It's Radikowski. Radikowski. And that's why everybody calls her Enmerada still, because a lot of people can't, can't really I mean, I just wanted to name. look it up so we could get it right. Radikowski. Yeah. Yes. 
So from then on, uh, when I started to read this, what really struck me is everything that she has gone through since she wrote her book and her fighting back the system, if you will, on trying to grab her own narrative and reinvent herself because the world has essentially said, this person belongs in this lane and this is all they're good for. And we will add to that everything the world says about skinny women that are sexy. And let's just add to that same mix the fact that she was also sexualized and sexually assaulted. But you know what? She's really sexy and she's often half naked. Therefore, oh, well, she got what she deserved. Not to say that that's what people are saying, but there's that sort of vibe. I mean, clearly no one no one deserves sexual assault, but... No, but that's like the sense of... Well, I, I got, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So then something she said in this interview here, which was she did write a series of essays. And I did read a, po- I mean, I listened to her, a podcast episode a while ago where she was talking about her process, or maybe I read an, or read an art, another in-depth article about her process. She really did spend quite an incredible amount of time writing these essays about her life. And they were really deep very well written. And she, you know, she got her book out and it's called My Body. And that is, it's like an essay collection. So she did the thing and she was doing a little bit of press. And this is the thing that got me here though. She said, and somebody was interviewing her and this is the thing that cracked her open. She says, part of it was a review of the book that she says, quote, talked more about an Instagram post than the writing. The image was from a modeling shoot and the reviewer said was describing the way that I had a lollipop near my mouth. And I was like, this feels the same as slut shaming, but her skirt was so short. How dare she say these things? And it liberated me because I was like, "Okay, well, I just don't give a shit because how frustrating would it be, though, that you're like wrote this book and the whole article on the book review is about an Instagram post that you posted? I mean, it would be annoying. I would get so frustrated by that because I want to talk about the book and the fact that she had enough with being tame and media trained and she was constantly negotiating everything that she said every time that she got in front of the microphone or in front of like cameras or in front of whatever because she wanted to just make sure that everything was perfect and she figured out, you know, that regardless of what she said, she was still getting flack. She was still getting people complaining about it and it was making her miserable. So she finally just said like, you know what? Fuck it. (laughs) I mean, that's how she should have started if you ask me. Because I don't know why if you're a model, why you don't expect people to focus just on your looks. Like it's, again, it's not as if she just like started her career as some kind of author or scientist. She's famous for the Blurred Lines video. I get that. I'm not saying she deserves it. I'm saying she should already be used to ignoring that. Like she should have been ignoring it all along and saying, I don't should she though just come on why now? Not? You don't cannot you do that. No, bec- why do you think that I don't even go inside of Apple Podcasts to read people's reviews? Because I cannot handle that. 
Do oh, you on. understand that? The, I actually was just we were just talking about this on their last episode about the video. And you were talking about the fact that you feel awkward being on video with the way that you do. Exactly. So what if I said just expect it, Jess? I do. Might as well just and then let it. If someone wanted to come on and only talk about how I looked, I would just be like, OK, I mean, clearly that the person's an ass like. Yeah, but it shook you. Did Don't start. It did take you off your game. It's the first time I've seen you like kind of. Yeah, all right. OK. All right. So yeah. now imagine that all day, every fucking day. Yeah. I mean, I guess that would be annoying. I'm just. I'm just saying, but I and I yes, tried you can to make my living on my looks either. It just comes. I naturally. understand that. I get, <laughs> I get that. But I think there's something to be said. Like this is a obviously, obviously, but we cannot just constantly be. What about you know what's happening with Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber? I mean, that shit's ridiculous. Well, but I mean, just you're just saying being like pitted against that, each other is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. All of it is stupid, though. That's my point. That's why it. are you paying? Why is she paying attention to any of it? Who cares what this writer said about her lollipop? I just cannot imagine if I'm pouring my heart out on a book and it's already like parts of me that I'm releasing about some trauma that happened to me that I'm really working towards feel empowered. You're already feeling very vulnerable and you're like looking to, you're putting it out in the world and you know, you're going to get, and then there's some person is just focusing on the, like I would just, and therefore she's doing this podcast, which is great because she is really focusing on being able to, it's a very specific niche where I just thought like, wow, this is like, this is very cool that she's focusing mm -hmm. in on people who are women, actually, that have mm -hmm. are generally discounted by mainly voice, like the voice, her voice, I guess, you know, she put up a clip where she sounded very valley girly. And mm -hmm. she said something about that. She was going to be having smart conversations with these women. Right. And then all of these people just started to We're like, oh, go you're going to be like smart. <laughs> Yeah. It's terrible. Yes. Shame on them. And, Shame and on I them. think all of that stuff is that we are still in a place where we complain about things like sounding like the NPR folks and then having the whole, what is it? Code switching, right? You get folks that go behind the microphone and then they begin to speak like this because this is how people like us to sound. Right. But then when we don't, then it's like, why does she have why is she screaming so much? Why is her voice like that? Can she please stop giggling? That's so lame. This is a particular situation where Ms. Ratajkowski has been spending a whole media tour for the last six months or so constantly talking about how smart she is and how people just look at her because she's hot, but she's actually smart. I suspect that she wrote the book to prove that she's smart and then she's mad because not only did whatever reviewer not give a shit about that, but continued to comment on her looks. It's like, well, why did I even put all this effort into making people think I'm smart? I mean, you either are or you're not. The fact that she would have to go on TikTok and be like, we're going to have smart conversations. Like if I went on there and I was introducing a show, I would not have to say I'm going to have smart conversations. I, I think that I would. Intriguing. I actually would. There's a lot of other words I would probably use 
other than smart. And the reason she used smart is because she's it's she's got something psychological going on about her intelligence versus her looks. Yes, I'm sure she's been treated a certain way her whole life, and it probably does bother her if she's a brainiac. But that said, she's like on a mission. This article is one of many, many, many. I would be on a mission about. too. And the fact that she uses a porn star as an example. Okay. Why it is says, that? People instantly discredit. Okay. Mia Khalifa came on her show yes. and discussed relationship age gaps. 10 million views on Instagram. What shocked her wasn't the view, but the comments. People instantly discredit her because she's a soon-to-be 30-year-old former porn star. I can't believe we still live in a world where people are so quick to discredit women because of their sexual history. Fair enough, right? But male or female, this is not about women. This is about the fact that they have this job and therefore people don't expect you to be smart. You don't have to be female to have that. You just have to be a porn star, a model, an actress even. Those people are instantly discredited regardless of success, right? Like, like, yeah. and I mean, yes, it's true that women are instantly discredited. Fine. We already know that. We've all lived that. But she's taking one step further to be like, I can't believe we live in a world where people expect porn stars to be dumb. I mean, you can't? Really, you can't? Is there any world under which selling your body for money, I mean, one does not have to assume, but one does assume that you're doing that because you don't have that many other choices. If you're in an empowered sex worker, great. I'm sure there are more and more of those coming out now, you know, and I'm sure that porn star, no, but I'm saying like, I think it's a nice thing to meet a porn star and just assume they're not dumb. I guess I understand why it's a predisposition, don't you? It's the culture that has brought it up. There are certain situations. And, you know, Mia Khalifa has been out of the industry for a long time. I mean, I don't know and, her, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to assume she's dumb. because she's what, I, what I'm saying to you, though, is that's the thing, right? So you don't know Mia Khalifa. And I don't personally know Mia Khalifa. I happen to have gotten to know Mia Khalifa when she did an interview with Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy. That was the very first time that I learned because that interview was probably the most eye-opening interview that I've ever watched or, you know, listened to that was regarding somebody who was very well-known in the adult sex work world, right? Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of it that happened when she was very young. And there's still, like, there's just so much messed up about I mean, that, how that she was treated. Sad. Well, So I you know. don't know. I understand what I'm saying. But most people are going to still dismiss, she still has that stigma. And to me, I'm just like, oh my God, can we talk about what she might be doing today? Instead of, once again, talking about, Oh my God, her. And she still cannot get that the videos and all of that stuff. It's still everywhere. She can't get back to them. Everybody's still putting her in the same boat as she was at the beginning. And it's just frustrating. So I understand where you're coming from, but I also do feel, and then you're like, well, are you really surprised? I'm not surprised. I mean, not because she's a I woman, also, though, is my point. It's not because she's a woman. It's because of her job. Yeah, but if it was a guy... Do you really it would think? Still, yes. Do you moron. really think? Yes. Have you ever? <laughs> yes. 
Name one male model, a, a famous male, Not male model, model male that has porn ever star. impressed you in the press with his intelligence. There's actually probably more of them have that have, um, what do you call it? It's like, you know, the dude from the Vile Files, the Bachelor guy. He's yeah. a pretty smart dude and he's okay. handsome looking. Right. Um, he's got a really popular podcast. What about Marky Mark? He was a model for a while there. He seems pretty smart. Well, but the what I'm but the whole point I think here is that you still have to fight all of the stigma, right? And you have to yeah. con- and to me there's another sense like it, you know what's so weird is like I looked at the paragraph everything she said I thought was like great. I really was empowered by listening to her and I'm like good for her for starting this podcast where she gets to go deeper into conversations and they can be longer and all this stuff. And then I start to scroll through the thing And of course they're sitting and of course there's a camera and of course it has a video component, right? And I'm like, how amazing would it be for her not to have the camera on? What if they're just talking? And I think that there's an element that has been lost to some degree with this like move from podcasting into video where now it's like, we got to make it. Yeah, it would. And it would actually increase credibility. And it would allow people to stop that because we do get stuck watching people's faces. Like, you know, we were talking about how we have to switch the way that we look in the camera and stuff. And there's something really freeing to me about looking at the camera. Yeah. Then because it's like, oh, I can't see myself. I can't see your face sort of. It's awkward and weird talking to a camera, but it's still very freeing for me to be able to do that. And even right now, like, look at my stuff here. Like, I just like, I love writing. And I, so I have like a, all kinds of like writing here. I have, just have writing, like something happened, like you say something and I'll write it down just five or six sentences. And it just helps to ground me. It's busy work. It's not, I'm not writing a novel. I'm not writing. I'm not taking notes. I'm just writing. And it helps me ground my conversation with you, but it takes me out because I'm like, I don't want her to think that I'm not paying attention. Like, no, no, you know, I you know. know what I mean? But but yeah. that's still that feeling where. OK, but but let me compare yeah. Emily with someone else like you. OK, are you fam- all right. Familiar with Jamila Jamil. Jamila Jamil is a is an actress, probably a model. She's a very tall British woman. She used to be on The Good Place. OK. And she is. Gorgeous, beautiful, and on her Instagram talks a lot about misogyny and feminism and politics and, you know, spouts her opinions about all those things. Never once have I ever, ever seen her be like, I'm pretty, but I'm smart too. Like, she doesn't even bother with that shit. She just says what she says. You don't have to, like, introduce it by saying, guess what? I'm smart too. I'm going to be smart. Guess what? I'm smart. No one thinks I'm smart, but I'm actually smart. Like enough. Just say what you got to say. But it's a thing. It's a thing with her. It could be a thing with her. And also, and as I far mean, as the could- porn star, I mean, does she even care if people think she's smart? I mean, is that her thing now? Is this why she's going on a media tour to prove that she's not a porn star anymore? No, dude. All you have to do is just stop doing porn, I think. She stopped doing <laughs> porn a long time ago, but it's never going to not. It's never yeah. going to leave it. 
Like you, that's right. It's just never it not going to happen. It will always follow her. It will always follow her. Yeah. But the point here, I'm not talking about Mia Khalifa. I'm talking, I'm still talking about Emily. And Emily, right. so even from here, there's also something to be said for having somebody do their own thing. You know, there's times when we coach people about podcasting and about, you know, using your voice or maybe coach them to build businesses and how you put your stuff out there and even like creating artwork. And for whatever reason, there's always that thing where there's the new podcaster, right? And they're going to do a podcast about podcasting and they're going to design their artwork and they're so excited. And they're like, look, here it is. And guess what? There's a microphone on that artwork or there's a headphones on it. Dude, it is so overdone. Yeah. To have a, that's what I'm saying, a podcast about podcasting. Let's have it be a microphone. Why not have it on fire while you're at it? Well, that's what I'm saying. And so you, because you discover, you discover the thing and you're like, woo, I got to lead with this. I got to, because it's the thing, because it's new to you. It's It's a new experience to you to be. So are you saying that being smart is new to her or that no, she just I'm keeps declaring it so that people out, oh, okay. speaking out in this way is new. I am now taking up space as this thing, because when we discover those parts of ourselves, we keep talking about it. Like our next story here, if we do get to it, is about menopause. Guess what? The people who are like in their 60s or 70s are just kind of going. Yeah. Yeah. They're just sitting back going, yeah, women go through that. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. I'm not discounting not what a big she wants deal. to say. I think I'm just ready for her to say something smart. Also, what part of what she's saying is actually what she's saying versus the narrative that the media is focusing on to keep That's bringing true. that shit up? Because they're really going, you know, that's the other part that you can't get take away from it is the fact that they are spinning it too. They're spinning it and they're layering it and going like, she talked about being smart again. And they all build on each other. I mean, in this article, I think the, the author was very kind and presented her in a very good light. I still feel like it's not very... There's not a lot of content in this content. Like we've heard everything she said in this article before. She was abused. Yes. People like, you know. Does that nice discount? But the, does that is discount people's experiences for that? What if it was like a positive thing? You know, like I just literally read another article this morning about this woman. She started a podcast. She didn't know how to do it. She learned all herself, put it out there. She quit her job. And now she's producing podcasts for other people. And it's so empowering to be able to teach people how to podcast and like there's not very many women and people of color in podcasting and we we really need to have people like us produce shows in podcasting because it's very male nominated dominated and it's like got it yeah yes but does that diminish her value do we say to her now it's been there dude there's other women too that have been doing this for a long time just I don't want her to, I want her to say something different. Okay. Well, no, but, but also what if this is the first time somebody like it has been looking up to Enrada and is a younger person 
And they're like, this is the first time they have experienced this in their life. Yeah. By a, a woman speaking up in this way. Because we are part of one generation. She is speaking to a completely different generation about possibly the same issues that we've already gone through. And we've True. had people that have impacted us. Maybe she is that for another generation. And we might look at her and go like, oh, my God, dude. But every generation needs that voice. And obviously, not everybody knows. I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I'm not irritated by her. I just, I don't know. The porn star thing is. What is the, what's with the porn? That was just one of her articles. You're the one that's getting stuck with, with the porn star thing. Because it's, again, it is true. I just, listen, I, I have a comedic mind. And you're presenting me an article where a model and a porn star are trying to prove how smart and brilliant they are. Instantly, my mind is going to go towards how to roast them. It's just where I go first is the roasting. I'm not saying it's right. It's just how I think. I'm, a, I, you know... I'm funny because I'm negative on some levels and I'm not saying they deserve it. They don't. And I'm not saying, you know, I don't know. It's like, why? Dude, they were young. I'm sure they didn't know what they were thinking or doing, but she now they're both almost 30. They had their like, whole actually, lives ahead of them. Both of them. Let's with, see. Uh, how, how old are they? Khalifa and Emily, I'm sure under 30. Yeah. Maybe they regret the career choices that they've had up until this point, but they have the whole rest of their lives to like keep it in the past. I mean, you yeah. don't have to prove yourself, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I guess I'm saying like, if you didn't, she's 31. All right. You're discovering yourself for the very first time, right around that time. People can do any job and be smart. But if you meet a lot of people that do one job and only one out of say, 50 of them are smart, then you can go ahead and assume that they're all not smart. I mean, you shouldn't, but that's what happens, right? I'll give you an example. This is a terrible example, right? But I worked at a customer service oh my gosh, for credit card company. Terrible example. I hate your terrible examples. You don't like this example? I don't know what it is, but usually you said it was a terrible example. I'm it just is. like, oh my God. It's a terrible example because I am not a racist person, but you can, work, be you can work in certain jobs where there is a tendency for certain races to behave in certain ways. And that's how, I guess, prejudice comes about. I don't know. Like there's certain things that people say about Jewish people and there's a reason why. It's because all the Jews that that person knew acted a certain way. Therefore, all Jews are this way, right? Mm-hmm. So this is just a perfect example of that. Like, like I've not met a lot of porn stars or maybe any porn stars, but like I've certainly seen them not portrayed in the nicest light. You don't see a lot of them studying right. in the media. No, no, no. But you know, so but that's like, what, what I, I think that, that's think? really, that's literally, I think that that's kind of, you are. The point? That is the point. Exactly. Because yeah. most of the time. The way that our cultures deal with this, that is really, really in, not instigated, but very much grown. The seeds are planted and cultivated by media really drives this, right? Because there are all of these stereotypical things well, that we see in so many different places about people themselves. And if you think about 
like it's so funny because ne- like I didn't know what a Jewish person was supposed to be because I never grew up with any Jewish people. I mean, actually my grandmother's right. best friend was a Jewish person, but I didn't understand like if there was like a, there was no stereotype around that. Right. But later on, when you do start to work in Hollywood and I saw that dude, you know, with the stressful, with the glasses, what's his name with the TV show that stresses me out. Larry oh David. That's him. Yeah. So then when I, when people were go like, like, I guess he encompasses being Jewish? a Jewish person. Yeah. So I was like, sort of, he's a little kind of, sort of neurotic-ish. Right? He's more so neurotic like, than most. Let's just right. say that. But, so I mean, then yeah, I was like, there. that is neurotic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. That is a neurotic thing. And then I, then you see it in different places. Then you start to see it like, oh gosh, that's what that is. But culture teaches you what that is. I didn't have that experience growing up in El Salvador with my grandmother's right, best friend you? being right. a Jewish woman because she was just Latia right. Yuyu. Like, that's right. who she was to me. I didn't go, that's a stereotype. Right. And she, was sure just, she wasn't different than anyone else. I guess right. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, she's trying, to, she's angry about stereotypes that are long ingrained in our culture. And why reason. wouldn't we all be? You know, before there were porn stars, there were like call girls and concubines and yeah, whatever people had in ancient Greece. And like, you know, I'm assuming that they didn't do those things because they were trying to get a doctorate. And also didn't have the option. Well, right. For women. That's true too. Correct. And you never knew. There was a lot of the women that were the in the ear of the kings, if you will, or the leaders because they were in there saying all this stuff so there's lots of different aspects of the possibility that you couldn't do anything else so i get it and there are situations where you literally are like this is like i think that's my point i think you just assume that these people have not had the means nor the time to educate themselves you just assume if you have this job that you have this level of education and intelligence and the lesson is not to do that not to assume i just think that you know in her case and the porn stars case, I feel like, you know, you already know this is what people are going to think of you. So I would busy myself proving them wrong instead of complaining about it, I think is my point. That's my I think that's summary. I think that that's what she's doing. She's not. She's just talking about it. She Talk has a podcast complaints. that you get to go listen to. Right. And I'm sure it's a lot of complaining about how Maybe sad it is. You haven't. Not, yeah. We have not listened. And you cannot make that adjustment. Fine, I ha- you cannot. Right say that you're right you're right you're right and i'm not, and again i'm not i don't want to take away her right to bitch it's just that it would be better i think if she could just be what she says that she is instead of talking about it that's all. okay and then that's okay. also a growth thing right i mean yes i sure. had a lot that's of growth H. to do right. when That'd i was 30 100 percent. so let's talk about another new tool tip that i think is going to be really helpful for a lot of people so riverside riverside fm just released a massive update to their software it's actually a web platform it's kind of like a competitor to where you are watching us right now which is Streamyard. we're stream uh streaming with Streamyard, mind you riverside does not stream so that's not a thing but 
what um, StreamYard has been doing as well that we really do have to talk about that too is that we can get, now we can record both of our audio and our video. We get separate tracks. It's really amazing. You can also go live into three separate places. There's, and you have all kinds of really neat new overlays that we're able to do, which is really awesome. And I love that. Now, Riverside FM actually just got something else done because now they've got their platform is aimed at getting the highest quality audio, highest quality video, separate tracks. Amazing. And they've also added the ability to do everything, transcribing, excellent, editing, Very and good. sharing. All of these things into one place. So you go into it, you get the whole thing in one platform and you can do the whole editing in the same way that Descript does it, which is editing the text kind of a vibe. I believe that that's what they're doing. Um, I haven't tested it out, but that is a huge upgrade, y'all. If you are looking at this point in time to do a kind of like a higher end video podcast, if you will, if you really want to go into the video route, this is a really great possible choice for you to take to streamline everything. And I don't see how much, how much are the packages, dude? Oh, uh, river, hmm, riverside.fm. I should have yeah. searched pricing. Right. Here we go. Searching. So there is, um, you can get a taste of Riverside with $0 a month. You get unlimited video calls and you get two hours of separate audio and video tracks. And that's a one-off kind of a vibe that you get a chance to do that. So, and there's a watermark on exported files to that. So that's the free. There's a standard for $15 a month. And that is if you bill it, um, if you buy it um, annually, Um, And you do get no watermarks, screen sharing, all kinds of stuff. And then I believe I'm assuming that you get all of the really fun new things that they've they've added to this. I'm thinking the pro and the pro pro plans is what I'm thinking that it starts to do all. Oh, and they do live stream. They do live stream too. They do live stream. And you can take if you do the pro, you can take live calls, which is cool. Oh my God, they have everything in there. Look, we we did not know what we were talking about. Now we're correcting ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh my God. So, uh, (laughs) standards for individual creators, they do all kinds of really fun things. I haven't gone in here in so long. So, they do go to YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, LinkedIn. And then, yeah, the $24 a month one, you can accept live calls, unlimited transcription, and the live chat support. Mm. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, my God. So there you have it, y'all. In case you guys are interested, uh, that is a thing that they are doing. The links will be in our show notes. So you can check that out at ShePodcast.com. Should I sign us out now? You sign us out. Sign us out now. Okay. All right. So, yes, you can find everything in our show notes at ShePodcast.com. Also, get your tickets to ShePodcast Live at ShePodcastLive.com. It is 11 weeks away, you guys. Get those tickets. Get your travel down to D.C. and join us because this may be the last time that we do the event in this way. So if you want to experience She Podcast Live as it was 
quote, meant to be experienced, unquote, then this is your time to do it. Go do it right now. ShePodcastLive.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and TikTok at ShePodcast. Please send us an email with any of your thoughts, feedback at ShePodcast. I know, it's 11 weeks. Send us an email at feedback at ShePodcast.com if you have any comments or questions about anything on the show or anything ever. We would love to hear from you. And I think that's it. Thank you so much. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>